Welcome everyone to Overcome Podcast. In today's episode, uh, we have a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu World Champion, my friend Igor Paiva. Igor, thank you very much for joining today. What's up, guys? So my pleasure to be here. Thanks so much, Yuri, for the invitation. You know, uh, it's a pleasure to me to be here. Let's talk. You know. Yes. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the BJJ Fanatics uh, DVD. Uh, great. I was looking to, to some of the the advertisements on the BJJ Fanatics website. Just pretty cool stuff. Uh, talk a little bit more about that. It's, it's all about lasso guard, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I just recorded a DVD about about lasso guard uh, at BJJ Fanatic with Bernardo Faria. You know, Bernardo Faria is a good friend. He invited me to go there and record a lasso guard instructional. It was a pleasure for me to to go there and show a little bit of my knowledge about the guard that I played since I was a blue belt. You know, I developed a lot of details, a lot of concepts on that guard through these years. Now you call lasso Z guard, right? Yeah, it depends. There is lasso Z guard. There is lasso close guard. There is lasso X. We always gonna play lasso with another guard. You know, lasso is is a guard that you always gonna combine with another guard. You know, sometimes you're gonna play lasso z guard, lasso de la riva, lasso neutral, lasso close guard, lasso spider. You know, so that's why lasso. That's why I like so much lasso because the control the lasso guard brings to the uh, the control you can have the lasso guard is, is huge. Is you pretty much play two guards in one guard. You know. And when you are playing that game, you are mainly looking to the sweep. Yeah, first of all, I look for the retention. You okay. know. I, retention a good like guy retention and then eventually yeah I look for a sweep or back take submission whatever you know I start to try to attack but my main goal is first to to, to have a retention to, to find my grip to feel my opponent because mm -hmm. I also think the, the hardest part for everyone who plays jiu-jitsu is the beginning of the fight and you have no grips you know so people like person who like to play guard if you if you pull someone with no grips, the chance they pass your guard is huge. They're gonna they're gonna control your leg, toreando, and you're already gonna be behind. You're gonna have to scramble to try to reset your guard. So that's something I always try to avoid. You know, try to pull without grips. I always try to pull for my lasso, set up my lasso, and from there I start to develop, uh, to develop to attack. You know, to 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 think what I'm gonna do. And you said that you started uh, playing with this since you were blue belt, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think since uh, my second year of Jiu-Jitsu, that's when I started to, to play more lasso. And since then, I never stopped, you know. Also because when I was world champion blue belt, I, I played lasso in my, all my fights and worked pretty well, you know. And I, I, I said, that's the guard. <laughs> that's the guard. <laughs> that's my game, right? And I, I kept training this guard. Of course, I developed all the other guards, uh, all the other aspects of Jiu-Jitsu as well, because I think it's very important to be complete in Jiu-Jitsu. You don't, the people, like, an athlete who has only guard, he's a, he has to be complete, you know. If you only know guard, you, it's easy to kill your game. You have to know guard, passing, take downs, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think, that way. Now, uh, it takes a long time for you to develop all those strategies and everything, and I'm pretty sure that... Uh, uh, in the beginning, you you got stuck uh, sometimes in in some uh, positions uh, right in the beginning of the color belt. What was the the most difficult part for you to to see improvement? Man, I still get stuck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. When you start jiu-jitsu, everything is hard, you know? So you want to you wanna quit every day. <laughs> That's the truth. Uh, but you need to, I know, you, you, need to, you need to trust in something, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, like, through the years, you're going to develop and start to, to get used and learn, you know? I think the two first years is really hard. Yes. I think the two first years, the hardest. Yeah, yeah. And also start to to figure out a game that you can hold people and start to be more fun, you know? Mm-hmm. You can put the game and like start to develop strategy, strategy, you know? Uh, I, I think everyone should try to find a game to be able to hold people, you know? Once you find the game, uh, you gotta kind of develop your jiu-jitsu from there. You yeah, know? makes sense. Um, what is your take, I mean, when you were in Brazil uh, training, Did you always try to push yourself by training with uh, uh, higher belts or you were more around training with people of the same size, same belt, same level? Or you were always saying, no, I want to train with higher belts to see if I improve? No, we always training between higher belts and color belts, like everybody together, you know. We had the, we had class and we had competition class back in Brazil. Just like we, we have right now here. My, my, my school has the same the same setup. We have classes and competition pro train as well. Uh, and everybody's allowed everybody's allowed to train there. Black belt, brown belt, purple belt, blue belt. And I think it's good. Uh, even for blue belt to train to train for black belt, brown belt, whatever. You gotta train everybody. But you gotta put so if I'm a blue belt, I'm gonna train different. Like the way you're training for black belt and the way you're training for blue belt. Mm. You need to how to train with each one. That's how you're gonna improve your jiu-jitsu, you know? So if you train some, example, if you train against some uh, higher belt, so I'm a blue belt, I'm gonna train against a, a black belt, the chance for him to smash me is pretty big, yeah. right? I need to find a position that I can hold him. I need to work my defense against him, you know? When I train against someone, like, same level, that's when I'm gonna try to do my best, I can, you know? I'm gonna try to work my attacks, I'm gonna try to work, uh, try to be more offensive. If I try to be more offensive against a, a black belt, the chance to have a mistake and then to pass my guard you know, is, is huge. Yeah. You know? So the advice I give to people and uh, the blue belts, if you go some more higher belt, uh, try to play more def- def- defensive, you know, mm-hmm. uh, hold more, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, it's just because, and I had a discussion with uh, my professor a lot, Professor Leonardo, your friend, our friend, Uh, that he always says, uh, you, you get, you, you need to get beat up to get better. Uh, are you, are you from the same mindset that you have to get beat up to get better? <laughs> uh, yes, I think so. But uh, gotta be careful to don't, don't, don't feel frustrated when yes. you, when you get beat up too much, you feel frustrated. I think it's important to, to get used to be beat up and like lift your head and keep it going. But also it's important to beat people as well, né? to kind of. To, to feel better, to kind of you know, motivate, feel, right? Because otherwise you, 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 you lose motivation if you just get beat up, right? Exactly. I think that way as well. I, I, I do think you, you need to be beat up to improve, but to be beat up every single day, you, 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 you lose motivation for sure, you know? Yeah. So that's why it's important to have another like blue belts around, purple belts, people on your, the same level as, you know, the same level. So nowadays, when you are training uh, for a competition, I believe you're gonna do the worst this year, right? 
Yeah, I plan. I'm planning to do more this year. So when sure. you are training heavily to go to a competition, you I'm assuming that you only train with uh, black belts, right? I actually train a lot of my students, man. If you if you know how to train, you you can train with all the belts. You know, you don't need to train black belts only. Mm. Uh, I do train with black belts. I have a lot of black belts to train, uh, and now uh, there's I like it. It's very important also because it's more kind of realistic. What I'm gonna find over there. You know, uh, but I, I think uh, a, a good purple belt, a good blue belt, is also is also a good train for everyone if you know how to train. Once uh, I saw I saw Roger Grace saying that one time, and I completely agree with him. You know, that's very true. If you know how to train, if people lower level than you, how to put yourself in like bad spots, uh, you should train. You know, you should have a good train for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard him saying that as well. Uh, and uh, of course, when you go to a blue belt, when you go to a lower level, you're not going for the kill all the time. Otherwise, you're gonna, the round will be too easy. So you will allow some situations to happen to yeah. see how you can handle. Yeah, I'm probably gonna let them get the, the, the best grip, you know. I'm gonna let them set up the position. I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna try to be ahead. Crazy! Mm -hmm. I have to be ahead. I had to do my grips, you know. I try to be ahead when I when I go like people on my level, you know. Yes. A lot of blackout. Then I try to be ahead all the time. I play a little bit more like the way you're gonna play at the tournament. And, and talking about tournament, uh, what is the the hardest part for you uh, uh, going to a tournament? Is the the preparation prior to the tournament? is the nerves because everyone says that get a little bit nerves i'm not sure if that's your case but what is the the hardest part for you the hardest part nowadays or back in the time now, nowadays <laughs> nowadays <laughs> <laughs> i think it's the way i prepare myself you know because i'm so focused on teaching right now with the all the schools and everything that i don't have the time to prepare myself i don't have i don't have enough time to live the way i i wish i don't have time to train just the way i wish the rest the way i wish you know, I think that's the hardest part. To be honest, to be there is easy for me. So my mindset is, is it was always like good for that. You know, I, I don't feel pressure uh, about tournament. And you don't feel nervous at all? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, sometimes, you know, but I completely know how to handle that on my mind. It was always like that or got better with time? For example, if you go back to your blue belt days you, when you were... Yeah, I, I was always pretty confident, you know. Wow, uh, nice. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I never had a lot of problems again with, with competition, you know, like, like fear and things like that. You know, I always think like they have two arms, I have two arms, they have two legs, I have two legs, you know. What's the worst that can happen? I lost, I tap, you know. Yeah. And, but, I mean, you have a lot of students that, that compete and you, they, you probably have seen many situations where a guy is really good at the gym they they do really well but then they, when they go to a competition that they, they get so nervous that they forget everything man that's very common and that's crazy right it's hard to understand that <laughs> i think i don't know i think they they put too much pressure on themselves that they have to win they have to win you end up like not showing up you know and that is the opposite as well that is the the the, the guy who's really bad at the gym and he go and he do really good at the tournament oh really <laughs> yeah that happens as well uh, it's, it's all about I don't know man <laughs> it's crazy no? yeah it is it is a, a very interesting situation for sure it's crazy but for sure for sure they 
they don't know how to handle the pressure. Yeah, but know? it's all about the mindset, as you said. You never had this problem. Uh, uh, you always were very confident. And I think that the pressure, you're talking about pressure, putting pressure to win. Yeah. You, you said that you don't put a lot of pressure to win on you, right? I don't, I don't put any pressure to him, man. I put pressure to, to, to show up and do a good performance, you know. My goal is to show up and do a good performance. When I win with a, with a bad performance, I don't I don't feel I don't feel happy. You know, mm -hmm. many many times I get gold, and I came to my professor and say, "Poor, I didn't like the gold." You know, yeah. so my professor was shit. I didn't like it. You know, a lot of times I got third place with an amazing performance, and, and you were you happy. Know, and I was happy, really happy. You know, that's I, I that's have some bronze, silver medal. That means more than than gold medals for me. No, make it's, it's absolutely true. Sometimes you, you you feel like you you left everything on the mat. You've done what yeah. you could do, and you feel good, even though you exactly. got that place. Exactly, that's what I I, I tell my students, man. If you left, if you leave everything there, doesn't matter the result. Leave everything, whatever happened, we're gonna study after that, and we're gonna find a way to improve, you know, and keep going. Life, you gotta keep going, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about uh, Igor? Uh, I know that you is still very young, uh, at least comparing to uh, the master force like me. <laughs> uh, how, <laughs> what uh, are you doing nowadays to to recover? Since you talk about recover, what what is your routine to recover? Are you training every single day, or you say take some days to recover? Man, I train every day. I don't train as hard as I used to train before. Okay, I don't train that hard anymore. I can't do, but just hard because when I train super hard, I feel my body like tired. My classes, I, I I drop the level of my class, so I wanna keep a, I wanna keep a good a good level of my class. So I try to use the balance nowadays. You know, I balance everything. Uh, I train, I still train a lot. I do physiotherapy, physiother physiotherapy. I do work conditioning. And I, I just try to balance a little bit more, you know, because before I never had that balance, you know. It was always intense jiu-jitsu training every day. And, you know, I think nowadays I'm more smart, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's, that's the difference. When you say every day, you talk, you say like Monday to Saturday or do you, but you, you take at least Sunday off? And I pretty much train Sunday, Sunday to Sunday because... <laughs> I teach a lot of private classes, you know, I train with my students, you know, it's, it's not a, a like a competition training, but I'm there like a training, move my body, you know, but hard, 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 I train at least three times a week, like a competition training, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, you talk about physical therapy and about uh, weightlifting, uh, these things like weightlifting and, and conditioning you do like three times a week, twice a week? Yeah, I try to lift weight at least three, four times a week, you know, and physiotherapy, I do physiotherapy one time a week at least, and it's, it's been helping me a lot, to be honest, you know, uh, three months ago, I, w I wasn't moving my arm, you know, so I didn't, I didn't know what happened to my arm, I did the MRI, my neck and shoulder, and I find out uh, tendonites on my shoulder, I said, man, I'm getting old, right, <laughs> then I start to treat, to, to start my treatment for my shoulder, Man, one month after physiotherapy, intense physiotherapy, my shoulder is way better right now. I still feel a little bit, but my arm is moving, I can train, you know. So when you reach a certain age, it's very important to take care of your body. Actually, everybody should take care of the body since you're young, yeah. you know. Get used it. You get used to, you know, to, to, to take care of your body. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, the thing is, when you are young, 
you recover really fast. Uh, you have the, the stamina, you have the energy. Yeah. So even if you get beat up, if your bar get beat up, you just yeah, need, you day, you you just need to, uh, one light of sleep and you're good. <laughs> that's true, that's true. One day you use you know, 100% again. You know? Yeah. Nowadays, you really have to to do a bunch of other things just to, to recover, like the the cold shower and things like that. Yeah. Actually, I like I like to do a lot ice bath, ice bath, sauna. You know. Yeah, it does help. Yeah, I try to do sauna almost every night. I stretch in the sauna. You know, ice bath helps a lot. It's pretty tough, you know, to go into the ice, but I try to do once a week. What about diet? Do you have any special diet right now, or you you don't really look at this too closely? Man, I just eat health. I try to eat as much health as I can, but I don't have any specific diet. I try many many type of diets already, of course, but I think my my body has, has responded really well for the kind of if I just eat healthy, my body responds well, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just keep I keep eating health, uh, good carbs, good pro protein, and that's it, you know, vitamins and supplements. Great. Uh, I see that you are with uh, CBD. What is what do you take on CBD? Does it, does it help you? Yeah, that actually helps a lot. That is, that is quick. You can pass like on the joint, muscle. That is oil that you drop in your your tongue. Uh, it helps to chill, you know. So I usually the oil I, I take before sleep, you know, helps to relax your body, helps to relax your mind, mm -hmm. and makes you want want sleep. Uh, your sleep is better. Uh, the cream helps with the with pain, uh, joint joint injury, muscle injury, it helps a lot. So, yes, I think it was two ago, I had a pretty bad tendonitis on, on my elbow. I use the CBD cream a lot with stretching, you know, it's make me better. Yeah, and, and, and with Jiu Jitsu also doesn't help with tendonitis because there is so much grip and pulling and everything that... Uh... You repeat a lot the same the same motion, you know. That's the problem. We're all the time doing the same motion, you know. Push and pull, push and pull, push and pull. It's crazy. Too much. Movement. That's why it's that's why it's so important to stretch. Uh, and I've seen some videos of you stretching. Yeah, so yeah. You, you you do a lot of stretch. I stretch a lot nowadays, but I used to hate stretching. You know, when I was young, all my professors said, "Man, let's stretch," and I always keep stretching, never stretching. <laughs> nowadays, I understand the importance the importance of the stretch in the body. You know, and I wish I had that habit before. You know, since I was young. Now, ego, what is your advice when uh, when you have someone that is training jujitsu? You already t briefly talk about that, but what is your advice to someone that is training and they are struggling, they they feel like they are not making progress? Yeah, there is that um, saying that usually blue belts are the ones that quit more uh, because they, they they don't see that they are evolving. How, how do you uh, talk to these people to convince them that they should stick around and con continue to try? Man, my advice is to talk to the talk to your professor, you know, talk to your professor, uh, explain to him what is happening, you know, try to to listen, to try to hear feedback from him, you know, and see if it makes sense or not. But because I don't know, each gene each gene is different, you know. Yeah, but Maybe, in your case, what do you tell your students when they are feeling I, like I, when they're struggling? Yeah. 
depend, depend of the level they should a new student they're gonna struggle that's part of the game they will struggle you know maybe they struggle because they are high level class maybe they gotta come back to the fundamentals class you know each case is a case you know it's hard mm -hmm. that way I mean if I have a white belt who jump in advanced class he's gonna struggle for sure if you come to me like a professor I'm struggling I wanna, I wanna quit I say man you gotta come back to fundamentals not time to go to advanced yet you know but if you're already advanced like you do jiu-jitsu for five years, you still struggle every single day, something is wrong, you know, like, you gotta sit and, uh, each case is different, you know, each case is a case, you know what I'm But, uh, with your experience, what usually causes people to, to quit? To quit, uh, injury, injury, uh, what else? Struggling, uh, like, because, it, man, It's a, it's a good point, right? Because uh, I, I've seen point, some people... There is many, there is many, many, many points that people quit Jiu-Jitsu, you know? Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is hard. Jiu-Jitsu is not easy, you know? Jiu-Jitsu is just like life, you know? Life is <laughs> going to put you in the face many, many times. If you don't get yeah. if you're going, you know, you, that's the same. Same Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, I, but I ask this because I was reading an interview with you on uh, Grace Magazine. Um, it was, uh, I think it was two years ago or one year ago. I don't remember exactly when it was, but you, you said on the interview that you want to use jiu-jitsu to help people, help people uh, to progress in life, help people uh, become uh, better, right? So that's uh, basically your goal that, as a professor. That, as a professor, as a, you know, that's my goal. That's my that my main goal for sure. Okay, I have advice for people who is struggling in jiu-jitsu and want to quit come back to the basics, you know, so if you're struggling a lot, you want to quit jiu-jitsu, come back to the basics, start to work, come back to close guard, come back to, you know, basic positions. I think people struggle too much nowadays because they want to do fancy stuff, fancy positions, you know, and forget the basic, and the basic is what really works, you know. If you watch the biggest in our sport, they all do the basics really, really well. They have a solid basic jiu-jitsu, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think people nowadays they skip in that part, the basic. The yeah, because uh, and, and I I think that also because there are so many videos online with uh, so many acrobatic uh, yeah. uh, positions and things like that. People try to do that, they get hurt. People try to do yeah. that, it doesn't work. So they get frustrated, right? But while you see exactly. Roger Gracie, Roger won everything doing the basics. Yeah, the Roger Gracie, the three position, he passed your guy in submission, you know? <laughs> But I was talking about that with my professor today. That was funny. So too much, we have too much vision there internet nowadays. Nowadays, we see like crazy techniques, awesome techniques, actually, you know? Every day I see a different technique and man, like so many good techniques. But if you don't have a really good basic, a really a solid basic on your, your jiu-jitsu, you're not gonna be able to do that techniques, you know? Uh, so focus on the fundamentals, focus on the basic, you know? Don't try to jump steps. People try, try to jump steps nowadays. Yeah, yeah, that's a great advice for sure. You know? um, now, uh, gi or no gi? Uh, we, we've seen a, a huge growth in no gi uh, nowadays. <laughs> And uh, I, I, I think you not you don't do a lot of no gi, right? You do you are a very very traditional gi player, right? I like more gi, yeah, because it's more traditional. I uh, I prefer gi, you know. But I, I like no gi as well. I compete I, co I compete a little bit no gi. I was Brazilian national champion no gi, 
uh, have a couple pay names. I will pay names in Nogi as well. But I like. Nogi. Do you do you like agree that uh, do you agree that Nogi is um, is way more athletic uh, and require way more explosive I, cardio than Nogi? It's hard. It's hard to. You don't have grips. You know. You have to follow your opponent all the time. If your if your opponent has a is way stronger than you and faster than you, it's gonna be hard to hold. You know. That's what I'm saying. We were talking about lasso before. So if I, if I go against an opponent way stronger than me and I put in the lasso, they can move. They can move. They can move. You know. They're gonna they're gonna keep controlling the lasso. Mm -hmm. You know. It's hard to control like that. It's too, completely different. For nogi, you you do need to have a a better shape to 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 do nogi for sure. Yeah. No, uh, just... Which which also uh, translates to say that usually gi game is is more technical because uh, there are way more options there are way there are grips and a lot of other things that can be done as well right yeah there, there is more no gi is very technical as well uh, but gi is more because you have more grips have more variation to do more uh, uh, more variation more more grips just because that if you would uh, put in a scale because uh You see a lot of people that has problems uh, also evolving jiu-jitsu because they usually guess, right? For example, I've seen myself included uh, scenarios that I was in a, in a match and I I was doing great, but my guess went to the space. I was already tired because of the, all the adrenaline and everything. Um, and to improve, the, to improve your guess in jiu-jitsu, do you have to do conditional training or you have to just roll more <laughs> yeah I think the conditional for you train train as much you can you know because you can do all type of work condition it's not like training jiu-jitsu you know and and what you said what you just said is very true so when you go to a tournament and you let your adrenaline take over your body you can be 100% prepare. You lift weight, you did everything, you feel 100%. But if you let the adrenaline take over your body, you're gonna you're gonna burn out. You, your guys your guys gonna go down quickly, you know. Yes. As it's all here, you know. It's all mindset, mind. Yeah, I, I, I a friend of mine said, "Well, I'm I'm now doing CrossFit. I'm doing this. I'm doing that, so I can improve my jiu-jitsu guess." And then uh, the professor said. You want to improve your jiu-jitsu guys? Train jiu-jitsu, jiu yeah, roll more. <laughs> my, my advice for people who has their problems, so I don't have guess for jiu-jitsu. Every time you train in jiu-jitsu and you feel tired, keep training, keep going. Let people pass your guard, you know? Sometimes we think we're tired. When you think we're tired, you still can give a lot more. You know, your body's not gonna shoot down, you know? Keep going. You know, a lot of times you're trying to hold the people to don't pass your guard and you feel tired to let them pass, you could push a little more, you know. Uh, I, I, I think that happens a lot, you know. People stop fight for the position a lot nowadays. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. I, I've seen How that. How tournament uh, works. Yeah. If you quit, if you quit, if you accept position in training, you're going to accept position tournament. That's how it works. If you don't accept position in training, you're not gonna accept position in tournament. You know, people are not gonna pass your guard easily because you used to don't accept position when you train. 
And that's how so I, you are co you are conditioning yourself. Yeah, you are conditioning yourself for that situation. Exactly, exactly. And that's come back what I said before. I have two arms. You have two arms. Why? Why I'm gonna? I'm not gonna give up. You know, mm -hmm. you're gonna give up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First than me. No, that's uh, that's totally true. Totally true. Great advice. Now, one one thing that usually happens, and and speaking uh, for myself is. And I already receive a lot of calls because of that. Uh, um, myself and other people, sometimes they don't go 100% on training. And, and to me, it's like, uh, I don't want to hurt people. I, you know, I, I sometimes preserve because I don't hurt. I don't want to hurt anyone. And I usually don't go on the same pace in training that I go in a competition. Is that something that you uh, believe it's okay to do it or you should always train like you compete depend which part of the train if i'm ahead on the position already i don't go 100 percent. you know so if you already get on the hook on you if you already get your head why i gonna throw my shoulder on your face to hurt you mm -hmm. on the train i'm not gonna do that you know but if i'm behind you're about to take my back i'm gonna do 100 percent to escape you know depend depend where i am on the train you know And of course, depend, depend, depend the level of the people I'm training. If I train against someone my level, I go 100%. You know, because I, they're gonna be 100%. I want they go 100% with me. You know, I don't want they go easy on me. If they go easy on me, they lie to me, so I'm not training. You know, so if I go against someone my level, I know they go 100%. I go 100% all the time. If I go someone lower level than me, when I'm ahead on the positions, I try to slow down. I'm not gonna put a lot of pressure. So if I get a good, a good grip, I'm gonna kind of hold, it goes low. But if I'm behind, then I'm gonna go 100% to defend my, myself, you know? Yeah. It's come back on the, on the, on the topic we, was, we were talking before. Uh, how Makes sense. Lower belt and higher belt. Makes sense? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, as as we, you go through this process, and as you mentioned before, jujitsu is hard and beat up the body. What do you do uh, to train smart, make progress, and at the same time you avoid injury? Because that's another challenge, right? How can I avoid getting injured? Man, I think that's you need experience to avoid injury. You know, if I had all the knowledge I have nowadays, I would I would have. I would avoid a lot of injury that I had before, you know. Uh, it's, it's just you have to understand the mechanic of your body, you know. And you only understand the mechanic of your body doing jiu-jitsu, like training over and over and over, you know. And and trust, trust in people more experienced than you. Mm -hmm. Advice for you, trust. You know that's why you you, you have a professor. You have a, we have someone more experienced than you to to give you direction. They already. They already went for that, for the you know. Yeah, Makes sense, yeah. I'm saying. Makes sense. Yeah, I think with and that's why usually a lot of the injuries happens in the beginning, right? As a white or a blue belt, uh, that's when usually a lot of uh, injuries take place. Yeah, I I hurt myself way less when I get my black belt than before. I had a lot of injuries: white belt, blue belt, purple belt. Then I start to slow down my injuries, you know. And you believe, and you believe, is because you got more experience. It's technical, you know. More, more technical you are, less you're gonna hurt. Make yeah, that's uh, that's uh, less, less strength, less strength you're gonna use if you're technical, you know. 
Yeah, you you're not gonna put a lot of tension because I think that that tension is well also what causes a lot of people to get hurt. Exactly. You know when you have when you're gonna push, when you're not gonna push. Yeah, because you know if you're gonna push you're gonna hurt myself, so it's better come back and reset my position. Or you, you, you don't do like stupid things, you know, that that's the truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> stupid things. Yes, yes. But I did a lot, you know, everybody does. Because you don't you don't have you don't know your body hundred percent. Nobody knows your body hundred percent, you know. I, I can get I can hurt myself anytime, but the, the the chance to hurt myself nowadays is is way less than before for sure you know because i know how my body works i know the mechanic of my body and the techniques behind everything that you know to prevent injury sometimes uh, nowadays I, i believe that most of your injuries are more related to overuse right like you were talking about your shoulder that's not exactly. one that's not one thing that caused this it was multiple things over time yeah, yeah, perfect yeah i i do think so yeah it's not something specific like ah broke my arm i didn't tap in the arm bar you know mm -hmm. talking about tap uh and talking about ego um what is your advice when you are are rolling it's a lot of people they have so much ego that they don't tap fast enough and they also get hurt so you always encourage people to tap fast man yeah i think the the last thing you want to do is hurt is get hurt it's better tap and reset than hurt and stay like one month two months or maybe get have a surgery and come back in one year you know yeah. why you not gonna tap if the position is there position is locked you try to in the escape tap you know yeah, why not jiu -jitsu is, def jiu jitsu is definitely very humbling uh, because sometimes a, a smaller guy will destroy you and make you tap and you're like what, what, what and just you, happened and you're right? not gonna understand right how is yes you tap like that but it is what it is you know accept yeah. and that's life and right? i yeah i think that's that's also how you how you grow uh, because you understand uh that is not about size although of course if you are competing with uh, ultra heavy the ultra heavy would will have an advantage right when you go to an absolute competition you have ultra heavy if that guy is on top of you then you you're probably done uh so you have to avoid that situation exactly the the phone of jiu-jitsu is because jiu-jitsu not gonna lie to you you know the match not gonna lie you know it is what it is if you train against someone or you're gonna beat him or he's gonna beat you that guy you can talk to You can talk whatever you want to talk in the internet. Ah, I know jiu-jitsu, blah, 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 blah. But what really matters, right there on the mat, you know. The mat's not going to lie. True. All right, my friend. Uh, that was a really good conversation. Uh, it was uh, a long overdue because we've been planning this for a long time. So I appreciate you taking the time to join. Uh, congratulations again for, for the DVD. And uh, good luck preparing for the words. Well, thank you so much, Yuri. My pleasure to be here, man. It was like really, really fun to be here talking with you, man. Thank you so much for the invite. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. This is a, a wrap for today's episode. Uh, stay tuned. Our next episode, we're going to have a European champion in judo uh, all the way from Germany. So stay tuned.